Hello everybody, just a quick message here before we get into this week's episode. This is a little announcement that I'm very excited to make. Straight Outta Cloyne is no longer just a podcast. It is now also a YouTube channel. Yes, I am uploading over on YouTube, Straight Outta Cloyne 2.0. We've got the new logo and everything. It is mostly gaming. I've just streamed my first ever episode of Fall Guys. Did I get my first ever victory? There's only one way to find out. Head on over to the YouTube channel and find out. The link is in the uh, description of this podcast. It is also in the bio of this podcast. So make sure you go and check it out. We'll be doing all different sorts of things on there. Between streaming FIFA career modes. As I said before, streaming games like Fall Guys. I have a WWE My GM mode coming up soon. We'll stream some UFC. We'll play some horror games. There's loads of exciting ideas coming up on the YouTube channel. Just go onto YouTube and type Straight Outta Klein 2.0. Or click the link in the description of this episode of this podcast. Or go to the bio However you want to do it, I don't care. Just make sure you go over, like the videos, share the videos, subscribe, and make sure you join in to all the fun we have going on over at youtube.com forward slash straight out of coin 2.0. With that said, let's get into the episode. If you're wondering why I sound like shit at the moment, it's because I feel like shit. Welcome everybody to Straight Out of Cloying 2.0. With me, your host, of course, Joseph Dylan Tarl, who is suffering from horrible illness um i really don't want to worry anybody but i've been dealing with this thing that uh has really been affecting me lately and fortunately it's uh it's gotten the best of me lads to be honest and i really don't know how to deal with it right now to say i'm struggling would be an understatement but um i've got this thing known as man flu um, I don't know how to deal with it right now. It's a very scary and horrible disease, and I think I'm going to, you know, probably pass away before this episode gets released. So, yeah, R.I.P. and all that. But, anyways, in all seriousness, uh, yeah, I am a bit sick at the moment, lads. But straight out of clawing stops for nobody. This, I believe, is the 36th episode of Straight Out of Clawing 2.0. <coughs> There we go. There's the man flu coming in. <coughs> Excuse me. The cough isn't as bad as it was. Oh my god. That really caught me off guard uh, as I go and reach over for my phone. But what I was going to say was, this is the 36th episode. Let me just make sure that I'm correct on that. I'm fairly sure last time I checked it was 35 episodes uh, since we started up the revamped straight out of cloying. Uh, won't tell me on my phone for some reason. But obviously there was another straight out of cloying. I was going to say back in the day, it was less than a year ago, and uh, you all know the story of how that uh, podcast unfortunately had to vanish. But how many episodes of, of there were the original Straight Outta Klein? Let's check. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. 20 so in total there has been 56 episodes quick maths of straight out of climb that is epic man it's hard to believe i think it was december i started up the original straight out of climb i think it was either late december or early january one of the two and that doesn't seem like it was that long ago well in a way it does actually now that i think about it but in another way it feels like it was only 
Feels like it was only two weeks ago, to be honest. If you know, you know. That's a little inside joke that very few people are going to understand. But the people that do understand it are either going to find it hilarious or are going to be slightly annoyed at me. But speaking of getting annoyed, this episode is going to be me talking about some pet peeves I have. Why? Because I feel like shit, that's why. This isn't like a few weeks ago, or last week, whenever that was, when I was, you know, having a fucking mental breakdown. Uh, this is purely just uh, the fact that I feel uh, sick, and I'm just gonna vent about stuff that annoys me. And I do believe, I actually forgot until I've uh, just thought of it now, I put up a story on Instagram asking you about some of uh, what some of your pet peeves were. And if I remember, at the end of this episode, I will get to some of your answers. And if I forget, well, then I'm sorry. I'll probably have to come back and just follow up on it another time. Anyways, the first pet peeve I have is how slow people are in Cork. And a lot of people from Cork now are going to be like, The fuck? Did he just call... An East Cork man just said people from Cork are slow. Yeah. People from Cork are ridiculously slow. But... Not slow in the way you're thinking. I don't mean slow in the mind. What I mean is Cork is possibly the slowest moving county slash city in the country. I can't tell you the amount of times I am walking behind someone who I'm convinced is moving in slow motion. I was going to the bus stop uh, two days ago now, I think, at the time of recording. Uh, to get the Boston to work. And oh my god, the person in front of me was taking their sweet fucking time. Cork City is a fucking nightmare for it. If you are stuck behind a group of people, you better not be on your way to a meeting, because you're going to be late. If you're on your way to a doctor's appointment, better get barging through people, because you will be stuck behind these people for god knows how long. I've never noticed it anywhere else. When me and Alex went over to Wales for WWE Clash at the Castle, it actually was so refreshing how quick people moved. Genuinely. And that might sound really weird, and it's something that, like, a lot of people in Cork may not have noticed until now, but I am telling you, Cork has to be one of the slowest, if not the slowest, moving place, never mind in Ireland, in the whole world. We should forget about competing in the All-Ireland Championship. We need to start competing in the World Slow Walking Championships because holy shit, we would bring home gold every single time. Next time you're in Cork City, try and pick up the pace a bit. I'm not asking people to be Usain Bolt. I'm just asking people to not move like they're 80 years old. Speaking of which, I'm not getting stuck on elderly people. Of course, the older you get the slower you get, but there are some people there who are younger than me, and I'm only 24, nearly 25. But you would swear these people are in their 90s with the way they move. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy, and I think I've only ever heard one other person say it. Now, what I will say is that sometimes in Cork City, if there's any little bit of rain, which happens quite commonly, because Ireland is a very wet country... If you don't have shoes with a strong grip, you're probably goosed. But that doesn't ex- excuse people who walk as if they're 90 years old. 
because this happens on days where the sun is splitting. People still decide to walk like they're making The Undertaker's entrance at WrestleMania 33 with that fucking huge stage that felt like it was never going to end. But it was a pretty epic design, the roller coaster one. It was really cool. But yeah, that's the first pet peeve. It's funny because I'll be in Dublin next month and I'll also be there again in February. So it'll be interesting to see. I didn't, that didn't sound like English. It will be interesting to see how much slower Dublin is. But the thing about Dublin is Dublin's always packed. Like Cork is busy, don't get me wrong. But Dublin is packed. It's a capital city, like what do you expect? Um, you know, they're always going to be busy. But still, I, I, it, it will be interesting to compare the two. And like which one is, which one's slow and which one is, uh, or which one's slower and which one is just, I, I still think Cork is, I love Cork. I do love Cork. I'm very proud to be from here and I'm not going to say I wouldn't want to be anywhere else because I wouldn't mind moving away from here sometime. But bloody hell, we need to pick up the pace, lads. We need to pick up the pace. Another pet peeve I have, keeping it somewhat local, is the way some people pronounce Ireland. So, if you're from America, you're American. If you're from Mexico, you're Mexican. If you're from Canada, you're Canadian. If you're from England, you're English. If you're from Scotland, you're Scottish. If you're from Wales, you're Welsh. And last, but certainly not least, if you're from Ireland, you're Irish. Not Irish. Because the way some people pronounce Ireland, I'm surprised they don't say that their nationality is Irish. I will never understand why certain people pronounce Ireland, Ireland. Let's let's spell Ireland. I-R-E-L-A-N-D. Not A-R-E-L-A-N-D. Ireland. Ireland. This is something that, I don't know if you've ever noticed it, but you definitely will now. It's, I just think it's so, I, I, it makes no sense. The amount of people who say Ireland. I used to work in a call centre, and we used to ring a lot of people from Germany. And there was a guy in this call centre, Mark was his first name. He was on the phone to a person from Germany, and he said, Oh, we're, we're a global uh, organisation, I'm ringing you from our headquarters here in Ireland. And the guy on the phone was like, where? He's like, Ireland? You know, you know, Ireland? And the guy from Germany was like, I have no idea where that is. Where is that? And Mark was like, ah, oh, you know, Ireland. Ireland, it's it, next next to the UK. And the guy on the phone was like, oh, oh Ireland. Yes, Ireland. And I, and I had to say it to Mark afterwards. Why do you pronounce Ireland like that? I, I don't get it. And I had one douchebag say it to me before, I think you're just getting stuck on people for their accent. No, I'm not. Because if I asked them what nationality they were, they wouldn't say they were Irish. They would say Irish. So why do these people pronounce Ireland, Ireland? I'm not going to name the person, but I saw a wrestling promo before from a wrestler from Ireland. I'm not even going to say what county they're from. And they said something about, you just said, the best wrestler in Ireland. I was like, oh, well, I wonder who that is, because I've never seen any wrestlers from that country. I've only seen wrestlers from 
every other country in the world, including Ireland, because this country you're on about, Ireland, doesn't exist. <coughs> As my man flu takes over again. It's pronounced Ireland. The Republic of Ireland and Northern Ireland. Not the Republic of Ireland and Northern Ireland. It's Ireland. I've said Ireland so much now that it's not even it doesn't even sound like a word anymore. It just sounds like a noise, Ireland. I just I just pronounce it right, lads. It's not a hard word to say. It's one of those easy words that you see it spelt and it's so self-explanatory how to say it. Ireland. If you pronounce Ireland, Ireland, I am officially saying right now you are not a citizen of this country. That that should be the new law. If you pronounce Ireland, Ireland, you cannot claim an Irish passport. I think that has to be the new rule. Moving on to my next pet peeve. Now this one is a bit of a tricky one because it's something that has probably bothered me a lot more than I want to admit but it's still something that I think is worth mentioning. It's the words, fair enough. But it's more the context that they get used in sometimes. I can't stand people who say this 47 times a day. Like, I remember someone asked me before where I was from. Um, actually, oh, fuck it, I'm going to call... I'm, I'm going to slightly call them out. I'm not going to grow a pair of balls and say their name, but I'm going to mention where I know them from. I knew them from college. And when they asked me where I was from, I was like, oh, I'm from Klein. They're like, oh, fair enough. And in my head, I'm like, how, how is that fair enough? Like, fair enough implies... Okay, it's fair enough, but it's not completely fair. Like it's it's fair to the barest minimum of the of the the word. Fair enough. Like it just doesn't make sense to me. Or sometimes people will ask you like, "Oh, what's your opinion on this?" And you'll give the opinion they go, oh, "Fair enough." I think one, it's a conversation killer because you can't really respond to it. <coughs> Excuse me, man flu. Man flu is the conversation killer at the moment for me. And secondly, I find it a bit passive-aggressive. Oh, right. Fair enough. I remember uh, one time I was working in a shop. And uh, I, I, when I say I was working in a shop, I was there for like two or three weeks. It was... I was in between jobs. I was in between switching jobs. And I took this one just to get a bit of extra money in the meantime. And the manager asked me one day. Apparently he asked all the new people this, which was quite interesting. Especially because... Shops tend to have huge turn uh, turns over turnovers of staff. Easy for me to say. At least I didn't say Ireland. Uh, but he asked me, so like Dylan, um, like what what's the long term plan here? Like, uh, do you have, do you have plans and ambitions to maybe become a manager here one day? And I didn't want to lie to him and say, oh yeah, one hundred percent, I really want to be a manager. I actually want to own this place. I'm actually going to rename the shop to the J Dylan Turl Shop and put a big picture of my face on the outside and. You know, this is going to be my enterprise. and But I also didn't want to say it to him, Nah, fuck that lad. Fuck this shit. I'm out of here in a week's time. This is only because I'm in between jobs. I wanted a bit of extra money. Didn't want to take a week or two of no pay. So what I said was, Oh, well, look, I mean, I'm not going to totally rule it out, but I suppose for now I'm just going to focus on the job I have at the moment. And he looked so disappointed. The manager and he was like 
All right, well, uh, I suppose that's fair enough. You suppose that it's fair enough. Now, this guy, Michael was his name. I, I can't be arsed giving people code names anymore because I always end up saying their real name, so I'm better off just saying their real first name. But he was a prat and an asshole at the best of times. And he was someone who, a lot of people in shops have this, they think that life begins and ends in that shop that they work in. They think that there is no life outside of where they work. And they also think that when people uh, join these jobs, that that's it, like they're there for life. I heard another story about him, Michael, that when a girl handed in their notice, he went ballistic and in front of the whole shop started belittling her the whole day. And instead of working out the week's notice, she ended up quitting that day. And good on her, because you don't need that shit. Like, if you work in a shop... Some people stay for many, many years and become managers or supervisors and whatnot. And listen, if they're happy, whatever. But I feel like there's very few people who are happy in that line of work. But really, when you start working in a shop, it's it's a starting point in your career. You know, and like eventually you want to move on to something better with better hours and better pay. Because, I mean, like, grand, if you're a manager in a shop or a supervisor, I'm sure you're on a pretty decent wage. But there are other jobs out there that are... Yes, I did just fart as well, if you heard that. Uh, there are other jobs out there that are so much more fulfilling and better pay and better hours, and you get more opportunities from them. And I've gone off on a completely different tangent to the original one, which was the words fair enough. Uh, but I, I, I just don't understand that from some managers in shops. When they seem to get, like, unbelievably surprised when people leave those shops or supermarkets they, they they're like what you're leaving to go to a job with more sociable hours and better money and where we're not going to tell you to you know ha- have your hair a certain way and we're not going to uh, where they're not going to tell you that you need to shave your beard and, and any little tiny hair on your chinny chin chin is going to cause mass uproar to the point where we're going to shout at you in front of customers even though we're not paying you enough for that. I can't believe this. Why would you want to leave this great place, which is pretty much as good as Disneyland without physically being next to Mickey Mouse on the rock and roller coaster? Like, it, it's genuinely baffling. Maybe that's another pet peeve, is shop managers. Actually, that's, that's not a pet peeve. This is something that actually genuinely, I would call it a hatred. Not all shop managers, but a lot of them. A lot of them. I... I you rarely meet good ones. I, I, there was one guy, to be fair, John, I uh, won't give his second name. He, he was a shop manager. I think he still is in the first shop I ever worked in. And he was A1, to be fair to him. He was A1. And like, yeah, he had his moments where he could be, you know, a bit of a, a bit of a prat. But they were rare. They were rare. And he was the one guy who I knew when push came to shove, he, he, would, he would stand up for not just me, but anyone on the floor if uh, if there was ever a situation where... You know, if a customer complained or something, or if, uh, if if there was an incident. I felt like John was the one guy who would actually listen to both sides of the story and back you up. As opposed to a lot of people who just kind of go, no, no, like, I- I'm going to believe the customer because the customer's always right. I don't know where that came from, by the way. That that phrase, the customer's always right. That that's a, For me, that's a very strange phrase. Like, if a customer goes into a shop and starts smashing up the place, 
Is the customer right? Like, no. That's criminal. They should be barred from the shop. They should be arrested. They should have to pay for all the stuff they damaged. So, like, I just think it's a very weird phrase. The customer is always right. Like, if you go into, if a customer goes into a shop and picks up a 500 euro item but says, I'm only paying a tenner for that because, you know, the customer is always right. You know? And I know these things are never taken literally in a shop, but that's why I wonder, where did that phrase come from and why has it become such a well-known uh, slogan for any shop or supermarket or mall, as they say in America, across the world? Like, it's, it's one thing I will say in that shop where that guy John was the manager, um, someone brought up that phrase. And I, I will say that the, the people in the shop were like, yeah, let's let, let's maybe not go down that route because the customer isn't always right. Like, customers are very much capable of being wrong. You know? Um, like, I, I remember there was, there was someone who, this has nothing to do with working in a shop, but there was someone who said, used to always say to me um, in a situation where if I said something and these two people, I should say, um, disagreed at me, he would always say, well, we can't both be wrong. And I'm there like, but, but why can't you both be wrong? Why, just because it's two against one, why does that mean that the two people are right and the one person is wrong? So, if two people say two plus two is five, but I say two plus two is four, the two people are right just because there's more of them. That doesn't make any sense to me. Speaking of things that don't make sense to me, I've been humming and hawing about this for for a while. This uh, this thing on here, which uh, it is a pet peeve, it is, and I want to clarify first before I say this: people can believe what they want to believe, right? I am no better than anybody else. I can't sit here and say you have to believe this, you have to agree with me. I'm one hundred percent right. You're one hundred percent wrong, and there's no debate about it. But this thing here. It's something I have to say, and I'm just going to say it. So in my notes, the way I have this labelled is hypocrites. Now don't get me wrong. Can we all be hypocritical from time to time? Of course. We can all look back on situations and go, yeah, like what I said there kind of cancelled out what I said here, and yeah, that was, that was pretty unfair. But I have come across people so much lately who are just very hypocritical and are ignorantly hypocritical with some of their views. I still don't understand how some people out there can advocate so much to the point where they are willing to cut people out of their life to say that you can identify as whatever you want. Nobody's allowed to question it. Everybody has to abide by what you say and that's the end of it. But then these same people will tell you, you can't believe in God. You can't believe in this religion. Oh, let's make jokes about religion. It's funny to make jokes about religion. But you can't joke about my identity. That's too far. You're a bigot. It makes no sense to me. That stuff makes absolutely no sense to me. I'm a man of faith. It's just who I am. I don't preach to anybody. I don't sit here and say, you have to have the same faith as me. You have to have the same beliefs as me. And you have to agree with everything I say. I don't. I always say, 
excuse me, the man flu's about to get to me again. <coughs> Just trying to get those sympathy coughs out there, you know. But anyway, in all seriousness, uh, I do not sit here and say you have to agree with all the things I believe in and that's that. You can't disagree with me. But then these same people will tell me that. I had a conversation with someone before and it was in relation to the whole non-binary thing. I don't even know what to call it. And this person said, you can't just choose what parts of the LGBT community you support. And I was like, okay, so you're telling someone who is openly bisexual that they have to agree with every single thing that the LGBT community says. And by that logic, because they're a Christian, they have to agree with everything the Catholic Church says and they can't question it. But then, this same person is supporting something where people are literally choosing what they want to identify as. (coughs) Man flu again. Where's the consistency? So I can't sit there and say, I don't understand this, which is why I don't support it. For some reason I can't do that, but if I sat there and went, you know what, don't call me a he. Even though I'm a male, with male genitalia, a beard, I'm structured as a male, I can't give birth, I very much am a male, but I don't want you to call me one. You can't call me one, you have to refer to me as nothing, you have to refer to me as they, which is weird because they means plural, they is is referencing uh, multiple people, like, where, where's the consistency? And this is not me coming on here trying to say that if you identify as non-binary that I don't like you and that you're a cunt and all this. Obviously, I'm not saying that. But I have asked people, can you please explain, like, people who are non-binary I've, I've, or who say they're non-binary, I've asked this, and people who support um, and and advocate, I suppose, for lack of a better term, for, for the non-binary movement, let's just say it for now. I don't know if that's the right word, but let's just say that for now. I ask these people these questions and they just get angry at me. And I'm just there like, I don't get where the anger is coming from. I had a conversation with someone recently who says they identify as they, them. And I asked them to explain it to me and we actually had quite a good conversation. I think we kind of left it at agreeing to disagree, but it was nice that for once it was civilized and it was like, okay, at least this was positive in the sense that we didn't get angry at uh, at each other there was no animosity, there was no nasty words being said from either side, and we left it at that, and we still talk today, and it's all good. And 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 listen, that's life. I have people who have similar beliefs to me, who I think are absolute pricks. I used to work with a guy who was pretty similar to me in terms of some of his views and what he believed in, but he's not someone I'd want to go to the pub with and socialise with. Because that's not how life works. And you can't spend your life sitting there saying, if you have these different views to me, you are a bigot and I don't want to talk to you and you're the worst human being alive. And like, just to briefly go back on what I was saying there about, you know, people who make jokes about certain things. Like, people do make jokes about religion. And I am... 
like, for example, like, I'm a Christian, and some people will make jokes about the Catholic Church and say, oh, you know, bunch of pedophiles, blah, 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 blah. They'll say all these things. And, I, and I'll sit there and go, well, not everybody in the Catholic Church is a pedophile. There were obviously some very just disgusting, horrible, every derogatory term in the fucking book, uh, you know, to describe these people who went into a position of trust and, I suppose, a position of power and took advantage of it and did some horrible things which gave the Catholic Church a very bad name. And if that's turned some people away from the Catholic Church, I can't sit here and say that they're wrong to think that. No, like, that's 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 what those people believe, and that's that's up to them. You know what I mean? I, I, I you know, I, I can't tell you what to believe in and what not to believe in, or what influences that. But I don't sit there and say, you can't make jokes about that, or you can't say that. But then, if I, or anybody else, comes out and says, well, I don't really understand this about... Um, you know, people who identify as non-binary, or I don't understand this about, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of another example with, with, uh, with, like, I suppose, to go back to that thing of, or choosing what parts of the LGBT community you support, like, okay, L, lesbian, two women who are attracted to each other, yeah, I, I can, I can understand that, I can understand how a biological woman and a bi- another biological woman can fall in love and be together, and, you know, have a great life and a great relationship, that's not confusing at all to me. L-G, as uh, the next letter. So, so I, as I'm a bit... I was giving out about people in Cork being slow. I'm very sick at the moment, so my mind is working a little bit slow at the moment. And I can already tell some people are going to say, oh, yeah, you already made that clear when uh, you were talking about uh, some things earlier. Yeah, well, shut the fuck up. If you don't like it, don't listen to it. Um, I got very angry there, sorry. But uh, where was I? So, yeah, so LG. Why LG? So L is lesbian, G, gay. Gay, two men being attracted to each other. Two biological men being attracted to one another. Yeah, I can understand that. A man being attracted to another man, having a relationship together and being happy. Yeah, good for you. So that's L covered. That's G covered. Let's get to... B. Bisexual. Not only do I understand bisexual, I am bisexual. I have an attraction to women, and I have an attraction to men. That's, yeah, someone being attracted to both genders. I I totally get that. And then we get to the letter T. Transgender. Yeah, I can, I, I, it's, you know, it's, it's not something that I can ever fully understand in the sense that I'm very happy being a man, and I love women. But I don't want to be a woman. But yeah, I can understand that when it comes to people who are transgender, um, mentally they were born in, in the wrong body and they have decided to transition over to the other gender. They go through the, the surgeries, they go through the um they go through the, the process of doing that. And I am fully on board with grown adults who want to make that decision to go ahead and do it. I am one hundred percent in support of that, no problem at all. Admittedly, after the T is where I start to get very confused. Like when, like pronouns, when when did that become something that became such a mass debate? Like why, and again, like this is just where I'm at. I, I don't get why people are so like anxious and, you know, like, I don't even know what the right word is. I don't get why people are so... 
you know, uh, driven. I don't know. I don't even know what the word is. I, yeah, why people get so angry about, I want to be called this. I, I want to be called they, them. And you can't refer to me as anything else. It's just very, very confusing for me. And then I hear that, like, I've seen it before uh, online, and there was actually someone who I, excuse me, who I worked with, who said, when I wear this wristband, this is what I identify as. Or when I wear this wristband, it, this is my identity. And I'm there like, I, I, I'm sorry, I, I don't understand. And I, I think this is very confusing. And like, I'm not going to sit here and say, you can't do that. That's very much up to you. But I can't sit here and say, okay, grand, no problem. I'm not going to question that at all. Uh, you, you get to do that. And nobody else on this planet is allowed to question it. I'm sitting there and I'm going to be very polite and I'll say I respect that you have these beliefs and, and this is the way you're saying you feel but I find that very confusing. And, and and like, you know, we all have things in our lives where people are like that. Like some people wonder why at 24 years old I still watch grown men in underpants wearing oil and fake tan pretend to fight each other. And some people are very, like, they don't understand that. Michael Bisping, one of my absolute idols and heroes, he is bewildered as to why people enjoy professional wrestling. He can't understand it. Uh, he, he doesn't get the, the hype of it. And I would sit there and say, Michael Bisping, fuck you. No, I'm joking. I love you, Bisping. I'm joking. I'm joking. What I would sit here and say is, Michael Bisping has a right to not understand why people like wrestling. And it doesn't bother me at all. It it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me that about anybody not liking uh, wrestling. That's just like it don't like you don't have to like it if you don't want to. And I know I did make that response video to Eddie Hearn where uh, he was saying he doesn't understand why grown men debate who's going to win in WWE. M- my issue there was more. It's not the fact that he um, said that he doesn't understand why grown men debate. WWE matches it was more that he was saying oh these wrestling fans debate it like it's real whereas I was like no no we don't there is no professional wrestling fan of a certain age that's going to sit here and say these fights are 100% legitimate and I will not take any other questions at this time like no I love wrestling but like it's it's yeah it's not a real fight like yeah that's that's fine I understand if you do, if you don't get why people enjoy watching, you know, predetermined, scripted, pantomime fights, fine. But if you're going to sit there and say, well, why are you debating it like it's real? Well, no, I'm not. I'm acknowledging that it's fiction. That these are planned matches with scripted outcomes. So, yeah, just to kind of clear up that. Uh, but anyways, to get back on track, that's that's where I'm, where I'm coming at with this. And this is not me saying you can't believe in things that I don't believe in. That's not a pet peeve. My pet peeve here is people who have one opinion and completely shit on the other opinion and say that, oh, you're a bad person for believing that. And yeah, I suppose I better say this. This works both ways. Like, I'm sure these people who, I don't know, would say they, they support the non-binary, um, not, uh, let me just say non-binary people, half afraid to say the wrong thing in case I get, you know, fucking murdered. 
Uh, and they'll say, oh, but, but you believed in a being in the sky that nobody can see. And yeah, okay. You, 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 uh, <coughs> man flu is killing me again. You have a right to not understand that. And I will respect your right to not understand that as long as you respect my right to not fully understand or kind of, yeah, kind of reason with people getting very annoyed that I don't want to call people they or them because that means plural um, when, you know, they're a man or a woman. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you're going to, you just said the word they, there. Yeah, because it's referring to multiple people. Like, Joe Rogan and Matt Walsh, like, no matter what side of the um, political spectrum you're on, I would strongly encourage you to listen to their podcast episode together. And to quote Porig, my Celtic Codic brethren, one of my Celtic Codic brethren, you should all check out the documentary by Matt Walsh, What is a Woman? I... Cannot recommend this documentary enough. Porik has been recommending recommending it to me for so long, to the point where I used to take the piss out of him for it. But holy shit, Porik. Excuse me, holy shit, Porik. It's such a fucking great documentary. And I cannot recommend enough that people go out and watch it. Again, no matter what side of the spectrum you're on, because the thing is, I watch videos of people who are on the other side politically to me. All the time. Because I like to get both sides of the argument. And yeah, sometimes I sit there and go, you know what, they made a good point. These people make good points. And again, uh, yeah, I did use the word they there because, again, I'm referring to multiple people. There's been more than one person on the left, I suppose, where I've gone, yeah, you know what, good point. I'll give you that. But there's other people who I go, no, like, this is just... I feel like a lot of these arguments, and this happens on both sides, they don't come from a place of logic. They come from a place of emotion. I, I, like that person earlier on who said you can't just choose what parts of the LGBT community you support. For me, that was coming from an emotional place. It's not coming from a place of logic because logically, if that person thought about what they said... And again, I'm using the word they. I feel like I have to keep clarifying this. I'm using the word they there because this is a, this person is a very good friend of mine, and I don't want to come out and use their name and, and like put them down. Um, but if logic was used there, why is it okay for you or anyone else to choose what gender they are, and nobody's allowed to question it? But I can't choose what parts of it I think are okay, and the parts that not even that I'm saying aren't okay, but parts of it that I find kind of confusing. That's all, that's all I'm saying. And the pet peeve, it's probably more than a pet peeve at this stage, but I just thought it was a good time to bring it up. That the pet peeve and the annoyance comes in when, uh, you know, people get, and I hate this word, cancelled for it. You know what I mean? Like, I remember a, a certain wrestling promoter, again, who I won't name. I've never actually met him. I just, you know, I know a lot, a lot about, about him. Uh, he put up a post in relation to a referendum that happened here uh, in Ireland so that's I suppose the, the extent of what I will say about who that is you can work out who it is if you want and uh, he said that he was voting for a certain side of this ref referendum and someone put up a post saying well that promotion is cancelled 
I'm like, okay, so that promotion is cancelled because the person who runs it has an opinion that you don't agree with. Like, fuck off. Fuck off. Like, the only time, and I've said this before, the only time I can really sit there and say that this person should not be given a platform to speak on or should, you know, not that they can't have an opinion on things, but this person, you know, is speaking absolute and complete and utter nonsense is if they're a Liverpool fan. Okay, I'm joking. Is if they're, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the man flu is really, really bothering me at the moment. I, I don't know if I can, don't know if I'm going to survive, lads. But uh, what was I just saying? Oh, yeah, it's, it's people who are in support of paedophiles. Or people who are in support of anything negative towards a child or children. Just, you know, absolutely, that's, no. No, that's that's something where, I, you know, it's funny. And, like, this is something that, like, some people aren't going to like hearing this. But, like, there are people out there who have tried to make, you know, people who are paedophiles part of the LGBT plus, I don't know how many... To be honest, I've said it, like, after the letter T, I hear so many things. There's so many letters being added to it, and plus and whatever, but... Plus, it was... was I, I don't even know when that was brought into the whole LGBT. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of the right word again. I don't know when that was brought into LGBT, the whole Q plus thing. But one person wanted to make paedophiles part of the plus. And again, that doesn't speak for everybody in the community. I'm not sitting here saying that everybody in the LGBT uh, community says that paedophiles should be a part of it or they're trying to make paedophiles a part of it. Obviously not. That's obviously not what I'm trying to say. But that's... You know, certain people have done that. So that's why when, you know, people come out and say things like, oh, you can't just choose what parts you think are okay, you need to be very careful with what you say there. You know, um, and that's that. That's kind of the view on that. This got very deep. This got into a place that, I'll be honest, I never thought I would have openly spoke about uh, stuff like that on here. The original plan was not to do that. But sometimes I think you have to talk about these things because a lot of people out there are afraid to give a different view on things. Like, we live in a world now that's a lot different from the world we lived in not just 20 years ago, but even 10 years ago. Like, we're nearly in 2023. And, like, I remember in 2013, people would still use the word gay as an insult. If you called someone queer, you weren't referring to their sexuality in a positive way. Queer was a word that was used as an insult. And I'll be honest, I don't ever want to be called queer. And this isn't about like, oh, it's not how I identify. I am a man. It's not an identity. It's, I, I am a man. I didn't choose to be a man. I am, that's just who I am. I was born with male genitalia. I have, I, yeah, like, you know, I, I am a man. That like I this this is something that like I if you told me ten years ago this was something I would have to debate or clarify with people, like yeah like I'll say it, like when when I, you know, when I was in my not the job I'm in now but the job I was in before, when I uh, once was asked oh, and what are your pronouns, I said to the person like is it not obvious to you? I, I I remember this person said to me 
I, I didn't want to assume. And I'm like, but but it's okay. Like I am clearly a man. Like th- this isn't something that people should need to be worried about. Like if this person, if she had said, oh, um, so like you know, uh, Dylan. I'm trying to think of an example. So, uh, yeah, Dylan. You, uh, so you're a man, and if I went, oh, hold on, no, I'm not. I I don't have I don't have a gender. Did you just assume? Like I I I will not. I can't understand why this is something that people get angry about. I just I just can't. I can't wrap my head around it, and uh, like. Yeah, so I forgot the point I was going to make there. Uh, like pro, pro, that's why what I said at the start of this uh, argument, pronouns and stuff like I don't get why it means so much to people. I suppose that's probably you know to put it into more layman's terms and to kind of you know make a long story short, it just I don't get why it's so important to people and why it's so uh, infuriating that certain people don't get it and kind of go yeah look sorry but. That's not how I look at life. I don't look at life through uh, the, the same way you look at it. And, you know, human beings were always men and women. And they still are. <laughs> and it's the way we always will be. Like in, in, in hundreds and thousands of years from now, when fossils are dug up and examined and studied, scientists will be able to tell this person was a man, this person was a woman. They're not going to base it off of, oh, well, maybe this person identified as this. Like, no, it's just not the way the world works. It's just not. It's like, you can't, you can't get angry at people who don't look at the world that way. Uh, and if you look at the world that way, that's that you have a right to do that and you have a right to believe in that. But don't expect everybody to see life that way as well and that's where i'm going to leave that and i do have some other notes taken down here and i don't know i feel like that was a very heavy discussion one of the heaviest i've probably ever had on here um and i suppose as i was saying like you know sometimes sometimes with topics like that you know there was one time i was going to come on here and do a uh, an episode around it and me and Alex did kind of touch off it a bit in the past. Um, I think the last episode that he was on here, Alex, we did kind of briefly talk about it. And I've kind of touched off it here and there at other points. But I suppose the reason I wanted to talk about it on here is that like, some people have lost their jobs over having views that, you know, that, that, that I would have. Thankfully, I'm in a job where stuff like this is very open and like... Obviously, I'm not going to tell people where I work. But in the job where I work, if you went in and said, I don't call people they, them. I don't ask people what their pronouns are. There's men and there's women. The people in charge at my job would be like, cool, that's fine, no problem. But if you went into my job and said, I identify as they, them. I'm, I ask people what their pronouns are. Uh, I, I don't want to misgender someone. My job would say, get the fuck out of my up. No, sorry, I'm joking. They wouldn't. My The people at my job would say, okay, cool, no problem. I work in a place where all views and all religions and all backgrounds are accepted. Again, if you, if you went into my job and said, I'm a pedophile and I like hurting young kids, the guards would be rang. 
Like, that's that's the exception. <laughs> that is the exception. Another thing, again, that I, I wouldn't be in support of is any form of violence towards people. Like, I don't agree with violence towards people for having different views. I had this discussion with someone before when someone said, so how do you feel about people who say they're non-binary and, and they get physically attacked? Obviously, I don't agree with that. And that's terrible. And the people who do go out attacking, um, you know, people who have different views to them on either side, you're completely wrong. Whether I agree with your views or not, that's wrong. Violence is not the answer there. I love combat sports. I love organized fights within sporting organizations like the UFC and like the 100% legitimate real sport of professional wrestling. Still real to me, damn it. But no, in all seriousness, I love combat sports, but I'm against unsolic- uh, unsolicited violence. Like, I, 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 I'm obviously not in support of that. Like, there's so many misconceptions about people who are more right-leaning than left-leaning. There is a, so many misconceptions, and, and that's something I really want to clear up on here. This is not... Straight out of Klein is never going to be a place where, you know, I, as the 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 host of this show, and the I suppose the owner of the show, I don't ever want this to be a place where people think, I have to have this view to listen to Dylan say this, or to listen to this episode, or to enjoy this episode. Obviously not. But I do need to make it clear sometimes that just because you don't share a lot of views, a lot of views now that are accepted that probably wouldn't have been even debated 10, 15, 20 years ago, like it doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't. It really doesn't. And I can't stress that enough. So this Pet Peeves episode became... A very different episode towards the end. But you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm glad I've said this. And I have no doubt there are people now who probably won't listen to this show anymore. And probably think less of me. Um, for, you know, for anything I've said here today. But as Jordan Peterson said. In order to think, you have to risk being offensive. And the goal of this show and, and the things I've said today. Is not to offend anybody. That's obviously not, like, I'm not saying these things to garner a reaction. I'm not saying these things to piss off certain people. I'm saying these things because this is just the way life is. People have different views. And it's okay to sit here and say, or stand here and say, I don't agree with this, but I will respect your right to believe in it, and we can just agree to disagree. It's not something that needs to be a decisive point in whether you like someone or not or whether you want to talk to someone or not like I know so many couples who have completely different views politically like we hear about it up north all the time Catholics not being allowed to date Protestants and like I'm not sure if that's really a thing anymore like I'm sure there's plenty of people in the north now who don't have a religion and that's fine as well if you if you if like I respect any belief or non-belief whether I agree with it or not in terms of you know religion if you're an atheist, that's fine. If you're Muslim, that's fine. If you're Jewish, that's fine. If you're Protestant, that's fine. If you're Catholic, that's fine. No hatred at all from my end. I know someone who got onto me recently who said that they're um, looking into Buddhism an awful lot now, and I'm like, good for you, good for you. And like, I'm, I, you know, I'm not a Buddhist. I don't preach that religion. I don't preach my own religion. But obviously, I'm not going to sit here and go, well, I, I don't uh, agree with that religion. I don't follow that religion, so fuck you. Like, no, like, that's that's up to you. 
If that's what makes you happy and you're not going to, you know, enforce it on anyone and it's something that comforts you, then you're, you know, you're good at me. You're all good at me. So anyways, that's where I'm going to leave it, lads. That is where I'm going to leave it because I've just actually looked down and seen how long I've been recording and holy shit, that, you know, that went on longer than I expected. I thought this was going to be a relatively short episode, but uh, no, not really. (laughs) So yeah. I'll leave it there now. Uh, hopefully, you've enjoyed this. Again, you, you might disagree with some things I say, and that's fine. I want anyone out there who disagrees with me right now to know it's totally fine if you disagree with anything I've said today. And hopefully, we can still get along, be friendly, be... Yeah, just, you know, that we... That, that hopefully, nothing I've said today changes people's outlook on me, just like I wouldn't have it you know, if you had a different opinion to me, I wouldn't change my outlook on you. That's the whole mantra of this, uh, of this conversation. With that said, I will end it now, at last. I feel like I've been wrapping this up for the last 10 years. Uh, here's another classic wrestling promo to leave you with. This, again, is one of the rare times where I know exactly what promo I'm going to pick. And hopefully, you'll tune in again next week. And we'll continue to have the great discussions and chats and laughs we have on Straight Outta Climb. Which, again, like I said at the start of the show, is also now a YouTube channel. There will be more content up on there soon. I've been dying sick the last week. And literally, even though I still feel like shit today, this is the best I've felt for a while. And the podcast is still the main priority. But YouTube is getting there as well. Um, So yeah, expect more content over on there. But for now, enjoy this wrestling promo. And I'll talk to you all later.
Would you like this man or not, ladies and gentlemen? This is a, a triumphant return, as good as it gets. Everything that these fans are feeling for him right now. What an emotional moment. Just in case you've forgotten, let me tell you just in a who the hell I am. <laughs> I don't think they've forgotten. I am the game. And you can bet your ass I'm back! We're back, all right! And I am the guy that tonight officially enters the Royal Rumble. Oh, wow. What? First Austin, then Picker, now the game. And I... Now, wait a damn minute. Now, what the hell is this idiot? audacity to interrupt this man's return. Now, now, wait a minute, JR. You know we've been waiting for Kurt's announcement all night long. I know we haven't. You got a mouse in your pocket? Well, Nobody gives a damn about Kurt Angle's announcement tonight. What are you talking about? I've been waiting all night for it with bated breath. It's going to be big, I'm sure. Who the hell do you think you are? A quad injury kept you out for eight months. Eight months! 
I won an Olympic gold medal with a broken freaking neck. Oh, that's true, you know. Well, if anyone deserves this time, right here, right now, it's me. So you're on my time, pal. Oh, man. What? Ridiculous. And I'm glad you're out here to hear my major announcement. Uh-oh, here it comes. Because it's even bigger than your big return. That's big. It's something that everybody's been waiting for. What is it? And my major announcement is that I, Kurt Angle, will also enter the Royal Rumble. Whoa! My first ever Royal Rumble. That's huge, JR. That is huge. What an announcement. Earth-shattering. And you want to know why I didn't enter the Rumble last year, Hunter? I think you know. Because I was too busy pinning your ass to the mat. What do you think about that? Where oh, Angle trying to steal a spotlight from Landis at eight months a therapy. And you got the game! The game taken down by Angle! Business has picked up. 